And we are rolling. Da, 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 da. Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this mass movement, destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow, it is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. What's up, everybody, and welcome Hello. to Mass Movement Presents, sponsored by Engineer Records. Uh, my name is Chris, and is it? it is. <laughs> Joining me, sure? as you can hear, is Mass Movement's answer to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> well, I have never ridden a giant dildo into space. It's <laughs> lies. It's lies. You'd like to, though. Not a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you to everybody that tuned in to our last episode. I hope you enjoyed the deep dive into Send Me. Send Me? Send, me. send More Paradigms. Send More Paradigms. Pandemics, pandemics, pandemics. Send Chris more pandemics. He likes lockdown. Don't send him more beer. Chris likes lockdown. Talking about beer, we have. We do. Ooh. Oh, Tony's Hopper Lonely. Let's get into it, man. Don't forget, all our episodes Rudolph. are also available at massmovement.co.uk and on Spotify. That sounds nice, Tim. As well as Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Download them, listen to them. Chuck some in there, Tim. Chuck some in there. Chuck some in there. Right up. This week, uh, we're gonna. Talk about stuff. We're going to talk about stuff. <laughs> Look, we're going to talk about stuff. Don't overcomplicate it. Let's just talk about stuff as it comes up. <laughs> we're going to talk about gigs. We're going to talk about Stuntman, the new biopic from yeah, the uh, new, Rock with the song. New edition of Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. Stuntman is behind the attraction. And we would, yeah, as Tim we're said, we're going to talk about the Back to Future and Logan's Run. Hello. It does. Oh, hello. It's a cheeky thing. <laughs> and we're going to be looking at some classic sci fi movies like of we course. always do. Yeah. So. Let's crack on. Yeah, first of all, we have a beer to talk about. Tim. We have a beer to talk about. Tony's Hopper Lonely from Brewdog. Brewdog. We haven't had a Brewdog on the show, have we? Not in a long time. No, we haven't. Hopper Lonely. Like Tony's Hopper Lonely. Tastes like flowers. Yeah. White chocolate and raspberry milkshake IPA. And i got to thank <laughs> Mike Davis for this. Yeah. Well, Mike is the man. Because Mike said that this was like the best beer he's ever had. Whoa. Pick it. It's nice. But it tastes like flowers. Yeah, it has got a very flowery taste, yeah. yeah. If I was sat down like in a garden. Yeah. And I thought, I'm a bit hungry, I'm going to eat some flowers. I don't eat those flowers. <laughs> this is what it tastes like. No, that's it's really nice. nice. Like, I like it, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. The white chocolate chop- is more in um, the smell, isn't it? The nose yeah. of it. Like, I don't get that so much in the taste. I, I expect it to be more like a sour, maybe. Honestly, I didn't, I only just noticed it was like, yeah, I thought it's it was a sour. Yeah, but no, but it doesn't taste anything like a sour. It's not that good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perhaps because the chocolate, then. Well, I yeah, it might be like Yeah, a, but to be fair, I, I am, you know, a proper fan of sours. Yeah. Um, I love IPAs, but I just, I am kind of sick of people fucking around with IPAs when in, they don't need to. In what way? Like, well, what, too much experimentation, is there? Or? <sighs> you know, IPAs are great. Yeah. All right? If you want to fuck around, they like these kind of flavors. I think it should be a stout. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. Maybe because I'm more, like, oh, I'm a very traditional type of chap, and I think you're supposed to do this. Yeah, well, that's, that's what surprised me about it, yeah. The fact it's an IPA. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the, the, the ingredients, I assumed it was like a stout or something. 
sour. Yeah, so but it's nice. It's, it's, it's yeah, sour, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nice. I'm surprised by it. It's it nice, is very nice. Yeah. But you know, it wouldn't be my go-to at a pub. The raspberry you get again. The raspberry that's obviously the flower. Yeah, yeah. The white chocolate, as I said, is more of the the nose, the smell. You know, it wouldn't be my go-to in a pub. But I'm, I'm kind of down on brew dog at the moment, anyway. You know, in general. In general, yeah. After the whole uh, yeah. pandemic. Uh, no wage slave shit in this. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Treat our employees like a bunch of crap. And they've had to, like, you know, retroactively apologise for the fact that they were dickheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, yeah. They could have just done it. And then, you know, there's that, that prize thing with the Golden Can. You heard about that, didn't you? The you what? heard about this? No. Right, so, they did this prize thing. In, in, in X amount of packs of our beer, we're going to include a Golden Can. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. Solid yeah. Gold Can. And this can is going and to be worth... Solid Gold Can. A gold can. Right. Not a solid gold with it, but a gold can with beer inside. Right, okay. Well, this can's going to be worth £15,000. Yeah. For the winner. Some dude wins one of these cans, right? Right. Finds out that the can is not worth £15,000, as Brewdog said, because it's a brass can that's been gold-plated. Oh, no. Yep. Well, see, the so they say, so what they said is, it's, you know, it's, it's worth £15,000 because of its rarity and because of, you know, the press around and all that kind of stuff. No, it's not. If you're going to tell somebody it's a solid gold can, yeah. right, and then it's a brass can that's gold-plated, that's bullshit. That's just a PR exercise in narcissism and self organization yeah. right? No. It's got to be worth £15,000 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it gains money in the yeah. because it's rare or whatever, that's fine. Brilliant. But, it's but don't tell someone it's worth £15,000 when it's only worth five. Yeah. You can't say that it's potentially worth it. No. I, I, I have a real issue with that. Yeah, that's a bit naughty, that is. Yeah, it? it is. But this is a nice beer. It's a nice enough beer. Yeah. Um, it's not their best. Not by a long chalk. What is their best, you think? For me, Elvis Juice or Punk IPA. I'm kind of just, I love Punk yeah. IPA. Yeah, and um, um, Elvis Juice is lovely on a sort of, it's a beer garden sort of. Uh, yeah, a but I have, uh, I have great memories with Punk IPA, mainly because when you go to, again, when you're flying out from Gatwick. Yeah. And you go to um, <laughs> Weatherspoons. <laughs> the Weatherspoons there because yeah. you're, you're a pleb. And as plebs, when you have the choice of Weatherspoons when we go to Gatwick, they do punk IPA there. On okay. Tap. Right. In an airport, Weatherspoons. Right? Yeah. So it's going to be more expensive in an airport. Yeah. For start. Mm. Okay. And it's, yeah, it's slightly cheaper because it's Weatherspoons. Yeah. But Punk IPA by the pint is cheaper in the Weatherspoons in Gatwick Airport than it is in a Blue Dog Bar. Really? Yeah. Really. How does that work? That's, that's so strange. I have no idea, but wow. it is. And so every time I've flown out from Gatwick, I've had a couple of pints of Punk IPA before yeah. on the plane because it's like a taste of it before you get on the plane, you know, and you just go, yeah, and you're nice and mellow and you get in your plane and you, you fly to wherever you fly. There's only one place I fly from Gatwick anyway. Because, you know, <laughs> it is going to be one of those beers that's popping up everywhere, like, yeah. And it can be a reliable choice. Do you know, you go to a pub and you go, oh, a regular pub. You find yourself in a regular pub for whatever reason. Punk IPA is on there. Yeah, Punk IPA is usually. In the it's a good beer. Yeah. yeah. It's a refreshment. I know it's their flagship, but it's probably their best beer still. Yeah, never been. Never been no, I have not. I have. I mean, I like um, the, oh, God, what's it called? That sort of chocolate marshmallow stout they do. Okay, um, I'll try that. It's like 8.5% or something. That's, that's good and the sort of triple filtered punk IPA. That's nice. Hazy, yes, no, which is like yeah. nine and a half. Yeah, that's that's a great beer. Yeah, yeah. You know, anything involved with worst punk IPA is a great beer. The hazy I, Jane, that's it as well. That's not. Yeah, that, is that the triple filtered one? No, no, no. 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 Uh, it's like a 
Puck IPA. There's a version of that's boosted three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The double one's like eight percent, and the triple one's like nine and a half. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good beer. Yeah, yeah. And it gets you fucked up really fast. (laughs) It does that. It does too. Yeah, yeah. Three of them, and it's like my legs don't work. I just, <laughs> I just spend the evening in my chair watching shit television. Oh dear, I've shot myself. What's up, everybody? It's John Bush from Armored Saint, and you are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast. So blast it! So uh, they're doing the gigs, Tim. Yeah, uh, they're coming back. They're by the way, things slowly. They are. They are. Uh, I know you've been a fan of like uh, stay-at-home gigs. Yeah, I am. I just deal with people. I'm, not, I, I'm looking forward to getting my head smashed in though by. Uh, a bona fide live guitar or drums and bass, you know. I like live shows, right? I mm. really do. I think the problem I have with shows yeah. is like anything else. Um, I went to so many for so long. Yeah. Um, so it's like a 15-year period. I'd be at two or three shows a week. Yeah, yeah. And I know that's not a lot, but it's the travel and all the rest. Yeah, of course. You, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you kind of think, there's nothing new or fresh in it for me. So yeah. unless it's a band I really want to see, I don't tend to go to shows anymore. It does get to that point, yeah, where you've seen someone. I mean, there was bands like Knuckledust, Stamping Ground, Free Base, even like American bands, Madball, Sick of All. Mm. I was seeing, uh, uh, I mean, Knuckledust, I, mean, I was seeing on the monthly at one point for about four or five year period. Yeah. Uh, same with Stamping Ground. And then Sick of All, Madball. I, I'll probably still always go to see those, to be fair, but a couple of times a year before the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it's like. So I, and it's kudos to them for touring so much. I will always go see Sick of Law. Matt yeah. Ball, not so much. Yeah. Agnostic Front, I will always go see Agnostic Front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will make a point to go to every yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll always make a point to go see Bad Religion. Yeah. You know, we're going to go get to see the Circle Jerks mm. next year now. Which the new drummer? This week, with their new drummer. Yeah, oh. yeah I know. Oh. Very happy about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah. I'm glad the live music is back. I'm glad the band's going to be playing again. Um but I'm not. I don't go to anywhere near as many live shows as I did when I was in my twenties or in my thirties. Yeah. I'm just glad, like even if I don't go to them, I'm glad the scene is back. Oh know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's it's continued you know, to grow and thrive. You can you can start doing. There's been I met, um, but I'm also well aware of shows. Yeah. That I've been the guy who stands in the back. Yeah. For like the last decade, only because my body. Oh, totally. so, yeah, yeah. My body's so fucking knackered that yeah. I can't be in the pit anyway. Like, That's all right, man. As Asian punks, that's all right. Yeah. Stand at the back. We spent enough time smashing at the front. Yeah. So it's now time to go to the back. Well, we're, we're, we are physically broken. Yeah. So we can't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. We can't be in a pit. And it's possible the balcony. If we oh, get a balcony, it's the balcony. It's best because you can lean on the rail and you'll get sciatica. Yeah. <laughs> you have a perfect it. view. It's like, 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 that's why I love the O2 Academy in Bristol. Yeah. And the only venue, it's only, but the only time I go to that venue is to see Bad Religion, but I know <laughs> where my spot is. So I get there early. Get upstairs and lean on the rail, and it's my perfect box acoustically. I know it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I can lean on the rail, and my side can don't bother me because I've got to stand there in a pair of ratty old Converse you know, <laughs> on a ropey old floor like the Fleece has in Bristol. It's like an uneven cobble. Yes, floor. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, that does my back in yeah. every single fucking time. Every single time I'm there, I'm just like I've stood there for like an hour and a half watching like band I've gone to see. Yeah, after having to suffer whatever support band because <laughs> sometimes. Record labels choose a bunch of shitty bands. I went to see Overkill there, right? Yeah, I love Overkill. The Fleece, oh, the Fleece. Wow, yeah. right? Yeah, Fleece. Yeah, um, and they're supported by Vader, that Polish death metal band. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Yeah, the best of times. 
So I wasted 40 minutes of my life, right, <laughs> watching this awful band before Overkill came on. Bobby Blitz comes out. Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to voice the fucking transcends. Oh, and he's a great interview as well. Dogs in the area must have been mental when he was on. <laughs> Bobby, yeah. <laughs> but when you speak to him, yeah, when you, when you talk to him, he always treats you like he's known you for a thousand years. Okay. He's That's just nice. a lovely, lovely guy yeah, to yeah. talk to. Um, which is, you know, you don't expect that from somebody who's been in this business for so long just to be like, oh, you know, I don't know, I don't remember who you are, but he remembers you from interview to interview. Yeah, or yeah, if he yeah. doesn't remember you, he pretends that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that makes a difference. Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Going back to the bad relationships, have you ever gone to your spot where there's been some young whippersnapper there? Oh, right, no fucking way. If there was, I'd just knock cut that. <laughs> so I used to see what like. <laughs> we went to How see. How many kids have you been to? Three, sir. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. <laughs> Do ten times that said, and you can fucking stand there. <laughs> we um, we went to see bad religion. Please, sir, have a bad leg. <laughs> Fuck your leg, boy. Over the edge you go. <laughs> um, we went to see bad religion on the press tour for Process of Belief. Oh, okay. Being Pete. Yeah. And I said to him, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down the front, and I'm gonna get my personal bubble." Yeah. And I will stand there, right? And I will have a five foot clearance around me, and I'll be on the edge of the fucking pit. No, none of them will come near me. <laughs> he didn't believe me. Yeah, he did after, after that show. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. have an ability to clear a room just <laughs> by staring at people. <laughs> I fucking dare you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, fucking dare you. You have a headbutt you or <laughs> something. Pull your cock off. <laughs> and I need it. You got any gigs lined up? We we got so you got five. Uh, Jody Faster. Jody Faster. Uh Bad Religion and Circle Jerks. That's nice. That's it. I um Funny enough, I got knuckled this lined up twice. <laughs> <laughs> I've not had enough of them. Yeah. I'm gonna go see Pierre twice. Yeah. Touch him up. Oh, I love Pierre, he's awesome. But um I go see Pierre as many times as he wants. He's a lovely guy, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've never spoken to him. Really? Never. Really nice guy. Pierre. I always wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, we need we need to interview Pierre for this podcast. Yeah, we're getting money. We really, yeah, sure. really yeah. need yeah. to get Pierre on. Yeah, that'd be sure. funny. Yeah. Because um, he's got so many fucking stories to tell. Yeah, yeah. And Borstal are doing stuff too as well. Are they? they? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the return of gigs. Well, I'm looking forward to them. Tim is and not. Yeah, why? Well, I am. Of course I am. If people are. didn't go to him, he'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you pricks, I'd enjoy gigs. If you put gigs on just for me. If, if I could just stand there and watch the band by myself and say, yes, not bad. <laughs> I, I, I love gigs even more. If I could go, if Tim could go to gigs, there'd be nobody there and they only play the songs they wanted to. <laughs> I, won't, I demand you play this next. I have a list of demands. <laughs> you must adhere to them. And his, and his favourite beer is on tap and he might, yeah. he might turn up. <laughs> if there isn't a Y in the day. <laughs> and it's on the weekend. We'd have to do a Tim Palooza. <laughs> it would just be bad religion. The yeah. jokes and youth today and everybody else can fuck off. It'd be like invite only. Yeah. <laughs> like seven people invited. Hello, everybody. This is Igor Cavalera from Peprick, Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. Okay, cool. So um, we've been watching the uh, Stuntman, haven't we? Well, yeah, the film's just called film Stuntman with um, Eddie Brown. Yeah, on uh, Disney Plus. God, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I wasn't expecting... Um, I didn't think about the whole Evil Knievel. Uh, I didn't know that was part of it. Well, fact, Snake River I Canyon. I literally went into a blind. Redoing Snake yeah, River Canyon. Yeah. Snake River Canyon, yeah. They punch you in the chest, though. Oh, yeah, this so, yeah, yeah. has been doing that for like 30-odd years. Yeah. There's like and a, he is beyond... 
knackered and sort of tired and just yeah. broken and undervalued business, you know. a bit. Yeah, completely. Yeah, because he doesn't get the praise. You know, you see the, the guy exploding on 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 the on the screen. That's him, but the, the actor, whoever it may be, yeah. is the one getting all the, the kudos. For I him, just yeah. like the easy button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm driving down the road. I got this big button marked easy. What's the easy button do? I think when you push that, and then the bomb goes off. Like, the, the bomb? Yeah. <laughs> the bomb? The what? <laughs> yeah. When you drive down the road, eight miles down, there's a bomb in the back of the car. You push the easy button, it detonates it, and you spin it through the air. Eighty miles an hour. Yeah. The car explodes and spins through the air, and then lands and rolls. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> that's not normal. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, you know. That's Emma, what it is. So Emma looked at me and said, that's the kind of thing you would love to do for a living, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, yeah, because you never know if you're going to be dead or not. And you, you've made your peace and who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. you're, the only people that are going to give a fuck if you die are the people left. Yeah. You're not going to give a stuff because you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter. You know? And it's just, <laughs> what a way to go. I touched the easy button and I was, you know, next day I talked to the same Peter. <laughs> it's the easy come, easy go um, way of it, isn't it? Yeah. He's, he's so casual about things that are life threatening. But at the same time, everything is intricately planned. So yeah, yeah. Just snake river. Hmm. Like, it should have worked the first time with Evil Can Evil. Yeah. Except the drug bug. Oh, sorry. Right? And when you see him do it, hmm. and you see him like, <laughs> fire him, and you're thinking, all right, so this is all down to water pressure. And it's all just steam firing this rocket. Yeah, yeah. Like 1,700 feet, 1,700 Yeah, uh, a mile and a half. Yeah, yeah. Mile, yeah, that's right, yeah. About a mile and a half, I was thinking. And he shoots up in the sky, and then you see him coming down. Yeah. And you think, all right, how much control have you got of this? You've got no control. Zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You, you, know, you can battle yeah. this little stick as much as But it's drifting off to the side, and yeah. you're, the world is tilting, and you you know, well, there's the ground. There's the ground. It's coming... <laughs> Oh, look there, the nose is dropping because it's heavier. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to hit the parachute and I'm going to go. I'm thinking, fuck me. I mean, that takes balls you know, just to step into it. You know, it'd be all right. Yeah, I'm going to do this. All right. You know, just. You know what? I, 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 I could do that. You could do that? Yeah. Okay. Not. Because it's not, it's not balls, it's stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I've given you, I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to push this button. I'm going to go. Yeah. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. But I'd always be afraid of not making it, of surviving it. That's what I meant to say. Surviving it, but not intact. <laughs> like, you know, you're fucking disabled. Or oh, like... Look, here comes Chris. Mm, hello, I'm in my <laughs> Yeah, <day."> exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Um, uh, Eddie Kid. Eddie Kid. Yeah. I think that always frightened me. Because he that was in the 90s. He broke his neck. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just never been the same since, has he? Yeah, he's yeah. dead. He's fucking he. Is he dead now? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, you're not know, dead. But he didn't die from that, though, did he? But well, you shouldn't have driven your motorcycle into the wall. <laughs> no, but that didn't kill him, that. No, no, no. He, he he's like a, it's being like in a wheelchair all fucked up with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I wouldn't want. Them. That's what I wouldn't want. <laughs> well, I just, if that happens to you, you just get some pillow over your face. <laughs> oh, just insist that. on doing it again. Yeah. Just get it wrong. But it's, it's, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not frightened stuff like that. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. I just don't care. <clears throat> I remember that last time. It's a very blase. It's not blase, actually. <laughs> it's just. And it's not even fatalistic. It's more, you know, you, you reach a stage where you just go, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You can either do it or you can't. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'd rather do it than not do it. Yeah. Just to say, you know, 
this is something I've done, and this is you know this is my life. This is what I do. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I mean, it's cool to have a certain amount of, of no control over things. You know, just allowing sort of fate to step in and fate, take you, yeah, take you, you know, take you where you gravity go. to take charge. Plus, people on my side shouldn't leave the ground anyway. Well, see, it's, it's, like, it's like the thing was like, see, if I broke my back, yeah, I would jumped out of airplanes for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, you wanted to go on the in the uh... yeah, yeah. I, I I passed the entry for parasite. It's only like pulled on medical. Fucking hell, mate. Well, why not? Like? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not for me at all. But yeah, but it doesn't make any difference because you just all you're doing is just like stepping into the air and you, you parachute goes, you get pulled by the drogue, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> easy. easy, mate. So you would have been stuntman. You would have been stuntman. I was allowed to have had a go at it, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, it just seems... Uh, I mean, I tip my hat to those guys. When that yeah, I spent like, like 20, you know, years doing that stupid shit like car surfing anyway. So, you know, it would have been nice to have been paid for it. <laughs> and like, you know, why are your knees fucked? Well, because my knees are fucked so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But if I'd been paid for my stupidity, it would have been stupid. It would have been the yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. I have some sort of compensation for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. So that's the stunt, man. That's yeah, watch Eddie Braun doing uh, the Snake River Canyon jump, the one that Evil Knievel fell to in 76. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's a, it's a, it's a movie left. It's about an hour. Oh, it's, it's a documentary. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's, made documentary by, yeah, it's made by The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He's um... The Rock. <laughs> all hail The Rock. All hail. All hail. <laughs> so yeah, go check that out, Disney+. Plus Now. And we've got to have a track for you, now. Yeah, let's have a track. This is uh, Born Infected. This is from their album... Self-inflicted, which is out now on Engineer Records. And it's a raging mecha core, so windmill, windmill, windmill. They're a Dutch five piece from Holland, Holland. <laughs> because they're <laughs> Dutch, <laughs> and they're on Engineer Records. Yeah, so go yeah. check them out. 
This is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Tim. Yes, sir. Favorite Disney character? Donald Duck. Okay. <laughs> Explain why. <laughs> do I, look, you watch Donald Duck, right? Yeah, yeah. I like who you think of when you see Donald Duck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he doesn't wear pants and he flies into a rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a nasty little sailor's hat. <laughs> and he hates everybody. Is that right, Everything then? makes him angry. You can relate to him. Then, yeah, right? I am absolutely related to Donald Duck my entire life. <laughs> Yeah. It's literally like, oh, it's me. <laughs> it's me on, yeah. in a cartoon. Ah! <laughs> like, he is beset by morons' <laughs> stupidity, brilliant. and like, there's nothing he can do about it. And all he can, everything he tries to escape from this this cycle of oh, unbelievable frustration he's caught in just yeah. makes it worse. And that's exactly how I feel so about life. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just you are, I am Donald Duck. Like I was telling you before, this, like when you go to downtown Disney in in um in Florida, yeah, there's a statue there of like Daisy Duck and Donald. Duck. Yeah, and there's like Daisy, and she sort of stood back and she's just staring at him with this like look of exasperation on her face. Here he goes. <laughs> and there's Donald stretching forward <laughs> in complete fury, and that's like Emma and me. Okay, and like oh, we were there with Al when um last time last time we were there, I was drinking with Al. I saw this and he goes, dude, it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> right there. You know? And he wears no pants. And he wears no pants. Yeah. That's just the dream, though. <laughs> you know, I can't not... Who, society has not evolved to the point where I can I, ha, I cannot not wear pants in public. <laughs> Why don't you go to a nudist beach? Oh, mate, fuck off. <laughs> I'd just be so self-conscious. And I'd just be like, walk around, go, put some clothes on, put some clothes on, put some clothes on. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> Get dressed. Behave yourselves. I know. I, I'm quite liberal. I'll be all right. Just walking around. Would you? Would you really? I think um, there are a couple of major issues I would have with the new speech. Right? Okay. And I have no problem with the naturalist lifestyle. Okay. Right? My problem would be me. Erections. Not, not that. Yes. Well, I'm... <laughs> and the staring. Ooh, and the staring. Right? <laughs> oh, oh. Because it's. You don't just Are stare you new here, Tim? Oh, no. Just stand there, stand there, like your arms drooping to your side. Oh, staring at people, do you? It's fucking rude. You probably like, get knocked out every two minutes, like. Emma hanging the bucket of spade on your erection. Oh, she's just be like, behave yourself. You're not going there. Don't be an idiot. Come on, moron. Because she knows, right, that I would hate it. I would absolutely hate yeah. the experience when you use speech. Okay. Because it'd be so self-conscious, it wouldn't even be funny. I thought I could do it discreetly, like, you know, just sort of, like, get their clothes and lay down, just sort of sunbathe, and then maybe just slip the shorts off. <laughs> Why would you want to? I wouldn't, I wouldn't walk around. I'll maybe go in the Why would you want to? I don't know. I'm just, just going to lie here, slip my pants off, and have my dong exposed to the sun. <laughs> yeah. But do you want me to go back to work and go, watch oh, a nice time? Well, yes. Look at my, my brown <laughs> willy. <laughs> Look at my bronze dong. <laughs> bronze dong. <laughs> yeah, so maybe. No, I... I I would, I would absolutely hate it. I'd be so self-conscious. I could not do it. I really couldn't do the news speech. I'd be walking around going, no! <laughs> too rude, too rude. My inner Victorian would come out and that'd be the end of it. Okay, well, let's get back to more wholesome yeah. things. So who's your favourite? Uh, it's, just, it's just Mickey. He's just, um, I can't get past the, uh, just what he, means, what he means to me. And like, uh, he's my first sort of thing I was exposed to, Disney-wise. Yeah. 
Uh, he encompasses what Disney means to me, and he's just sort of yeah. Um, he's perpetual. He is the perpetual optimist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is not particularly me, but no. But it is the character which has, he, 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 as a character, Mickey Mouse is all about hope. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. Sort yeah. of anything is possible if you put your mind to it. And you do. Yeah. And there's a cheery disposition. You, unless you've been there, and you you know you really like Disney World or Disneyland or, or Disneyland Paris or you know yeah. When Mickey comes out or Minnie comes out and they're in character, it's a moment. you kind of lose your fucking yeah, yeah. marbles. It's you almost Walt. It's like Walt incarnate, almost. Like it's like it's, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. like Walt's projecting himself onto paper as Mickey Mouse. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you know, and um, that's what I see when I, um, whenever I, yeah, whenever I met the characters, they can always see him in the parade. Mm. That's what I'm seeing in my head. Like I'm seeing original Disney uh, live in front of me. You know, and, I, mean, I just lose my shit every time I meet Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Donald Duck is. To be fair, there's loads of them. I mean, I love Pluto, Goofy, Minnie, Donald, Daisy. I love them all. Like all the original it's ones. It's just, yeah. it's purely Donald yeah. for me. It's all the way down the line, Donald Duck. Yeah. I cannot, you know, that character to me is just an absolute character I relate to. Yeah. On every single level. Okay. I cannot. It's just that, yeah, me and Donald. I just realised why you can never work for Disney. Why? Because you couldn't tell my story. So I interviewed for Disney once, and um, did you? Yeah, um, and they asked you your favorite Disney character, right? Um, mine was Mickey, and I gave him why. Yeah, there's nothing about nudity and <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't say rage. why. Why <laughs> do you like Donald because he doesn't wear pants and he gets angry? <laughs> I that I would come up with a more definitive answer than that. You know? <laughs> yeah. I would, I wouldn't be put on the spot and go, you know what? Why do I like Donald? <laughs> no pants, <laughs> anger issues. Hello. <laughs> Take me on. Have you met me? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, there was people failing from the start. It was funny, that that whole audition uh, for Disney. Um, so what were you auditioning for? So basically, they opened um, a call centre in the UK, if you like, a help right. centre. Yeah. Uh, it was an all-encompassing Disney thing. So if you had a problem, if you wanted to book a Disney cruise, if you had a uh, store... If you had right, a, so a you just phone through and you... Yeah, yeah a yeah, problem yeah, being yeah. a store, you yeah. wanted to sort out. It was an all-encompassing Disney thing. And I actually spent um, four days there, and another job came up. Right. Um, the whole experience was, was amazing. I, I lapped it up. It was, um, you know, it was just amazing. Um, you had to create all this artwork to express yourself for as Disney characters, and um, but there was people like in the interview they failed from a different. I just got a big cock with it. <laughs> big cock balls. <laughs> little, little sailor's hat on it. Yeah, you had people like um, we were in the interview, and they like, "Oh, favorite Disney character," and they'd go like. Uh, They'd say, um, Bugs Money. Are you all shit, mate? Yeah, yeah, there's people like that, and you're just like, what? What the fuck is wrong with you? They like the idea of working with Disney, but like, they knew nothing about it, like, you know? Um, so yeah, so, um, Mickey's mine, Donald's Donald's yours. They're still on on Disney. Have you been watching Behind the Attraction? I watched the the first day it was on. Much as I would say, though, I shall hold back and I shall watch it when I'm off. What? I, what, I, what this is what you said on that. On I know, it was. Episode 32. Yeah, it that. was, but I lied. Okay. <laughs> I knew you lied. I called it. What the fuck? I, uh, oh, no, I'm going to hang on. Yeah, what a tit. What a lying, what a lying prick. I binged the whole thing. So did you go, are you okay? So you went one to five, yep. whatever it was. Yeah, I sat down and watched five hours of it. Okay. I, 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 just, I, I think Emma wanted to hit me in the head with a hammer by the end of it, like she just like reached a level of frustration <laughs> by the end of episode three. You got a favourite? Of the episodes, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite. 
Because I, I, I love that attraction. Right? Yeah. I love the history behind it. You know, I love the story of Brody Crump, of, of, of uh, yeah. you know, Mark Davis and Claude Coates. Yeah. I, it's just, yeah, to me it's... Yeah, same as you know, how they developed it over the years too. And uh, Do you know, like, old ideas came back? What was the um, the one they, they initially... Bartholomew Gore with the walkthrough. With yes. the pirate and then the sort of... And his bride who finds out it's a pirate and then he... Oh, no, 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 on Haunted Mansion, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. The original Bartholomew Ghost. Oh, um, Hatbox Ghost. Hatbox Ghost, that's it. Right, so Hatbox Ghost was originally in there in like for one week in 1969. That's right, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of people who run Haunted Mansion blogs yeah. who actually saw the original Hatbox Ghost. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, he, so he hasn't been in this since 69 and like he's not in Florida. The only place he's in is in California. Yeah. So... Um, the act, the act, it actually works now, so that his head will disappear and reappear in his hat box. Um, so it, the, it exists now, the, the technology exists yeah, now. Yeah, so it didn't it. really capture, yeah. they weren't really able to do it at the time, so the hat box ghost became this sort of legendary figure. Um, yeah. I got a couple of shirts with hat box ghosts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. Yeah. Badass. Um, just because, you know, nerd. And I just live like... Um, in the crystal ball, the fact you know, that's an imagineer. Oh, Madame Leota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leota tombs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's actually an imagineer. And... Well, she was, and then she died. Then she died. The, the family can all go. Kevin Irving. Yeah. That's it's, right. The, yeah. He's not imagine going in, it's like, oh, that's, that's Granny. Yeah. <laughs> it's mental. I remember, not going in, it's I remember like, the first time we went through, um, we went to Florida, the first time I was 16. Yeah. 17, on my 17th birthday there. and the old man I, was, I went through the doom buggy with my old fella yeah. and just watching his face he was transfixed by the whole thing yeah, yeah. I think we were like three times in the same day yeah. to him it was everything and that, that sort of love has passed from him to me yeah. but I, you know, I know a lot more of the history about it than, than he did at the time yeah. Um, but yeah my favourite episode so far has been The Haunted Mansion I mean there's another five episodes to come this is only season one yeah, they sorry, filmed yeah. ten episodes Right. we've only had like five wow. out of the ten Star Tours, I don't. I mean, I Star Tours a couple of times. Yeah, uh, I knew most about mostly about it. Um, but you've done Star Tours. I mean, I've done Star Tours in Paris, then Star Tours in California, and then Star Tours in Florida. Yeah. So what I didn't realise about it is that so me and Louise, Louise have done it more than I've done it, hmm. and there were stories. I was like, no, that's not part of Star Tours. Hmm. She said, like, no, it is. And I didn't. There are variations. There are variations. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. It's um, like sixteen. It's like six, it was like sixteen variations. Yeah, yeah, variations. yeah. So you, and you never know which one you're going to get. She said, I don't, remember, I don't remember the um, pod races being in it. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. What's in there? It's like, uh, there's, yeah, you, you, you smack bang in the middle of the pod race and you're trying to get, trying to get past this sort of thing. She said, no, I don't remember that. And um, she said something about... Uh, about Hoth? Uh, no, I remember Hoth. Uh, she said, uh, anyway, another part. And I was like, no. Yeah, so it's all the variations. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's the variations. And... Um, yeah, but just looking at how they actually they went to a, a company, um, you know, who were doing hydraulics. Flight simulators. And, and flight flight yeah. simulators, that's it, yeah, yeah. And they were like, right, we want this, but we're going to need it with that. We need a robot in the corner that's working and interacting. Uh, we need that to be nailed down and, you know, just making it work. It's just a... Uh, I think like, to be an imaginary, you've got to have, like, imagination. You've just got to look at something and go, let's try and do this. How can we make it do this? Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why I like about the idea of being an imagineer. Yeah. Because I've all, you know, if, what's the idea of career being an imagineer? You also can't let t- t- current technology get in your way. 
Yeah, well, if you like current technology anyway, if you think, like, we are limited by this, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, um, for example, I could blow my own dick. When we went from um, being a print magazine to being a purely digital magazine, I thought, how can we give this fucking thing away? Yeah. Right? How can we do it? And we won the free, first free digital publication, so I, I figured out a way to put it online so people could download it yeah. and just make it free, and I could send it out by WeTransfer to subscribers. All oh, so right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscription yeah. list, I'd send it out that way. Yeah, yeah. And we won the first people to do that. It's, it's, like, it's all about innovation and thinking. Yeah. If, you, if you're held back by what you think you can do, you're never going to move beyond to what yeah. you possibly could do. And you, that's you can't have like limitations. About, you've got to yeah, so yeah. I like about you know, the idea of being imaginary because you can just you just look at something and go, well, we can do this. Mm. The technology might ex- not exist to do it, but if we ask somebody, can they do it? Can yeah. they push that envelope? We can incorporate this with that and make it yeah. work this way. Yeah, you come with an idea and you go, okay, we need that there, that there, that there. And then somebody will go, well, that doesn't exist. You go, well, I need it there. Yeah. So we're going to have to find so, a way to yeah, it. Yeah, so we can... Because it doesn't exist, doesn't mean we can't make it exist. Yes, yeah, because yeah. we can find a way to do it if we just put our heads to it and think about it logically and strip it down to yeah. its base elements. The Tower yeah. of Terror had episode of the same issues. Yeah, uh, with the way they do the lift. Yeah, they needed to be in control up and down and also a bit sideways. So how do you make? How do you get that feeling? You get well, you yeah. pull it. You pull it down. Yeah, you don't you, let gravity take over. Yeah, yank you pull it down. it down faster. Yeah, and then you pull it back up again. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's just like a pulley system. It's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. That's how it works. Yeah. Because that's the ride I love. I, I'm, a, I'm a massive Twilight Zone fan. Um, I, I love that, that, that ride. But here's the thing. Do you, you know, in Paris mm. and in California, you just, there's no there's no element of that. You get into the car and it takes you through. Yeah. You just get straight into it and it pulls you straight down, pulls, pulls you straight back up. There's none of that, right? Right. So, but in Florida, yeah. Because right, Emma loves the Tower of Terror. Yeah. She didn't like the, didn't like the getting into the car and then, Moving through, yeah, to be locked in the position on the elevator. Itself. On the elevator, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like getting into it to drop the pull up. Oh no! See, I like the. Um, I thought it was quite immersive with it. You know, it give you that sort of right. And that's what I prefer. I prefer yeah. the experience, the yeah. whole enchilada, as it were. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. Getting making it work for you. And it's almost a little bit of a shock too, because you get in a car um, and you think, you know, it's almost like a regular ride, yeah. and then you're, you're, you're away, you're being pulled up, obviously. You don't quite know to what extent until it opens. Oh, sorry, until you're at the top, and you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, shit, I'm two hundred feet. One of the things they skipped over, right, was in the Tower of Terror. You know the video of Rod Serling, yeah, and they say they took it from um, old shows and did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that now. When mm. they originally did it, I know the guy who dressed up as Rod Serling, and they filmed as Rod Serling. Oh, yeah, um, you've read this Ryan, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, runs, used to run Girls and Corpses magazine. Well, I met him because he was a horror comic writer. Right, okay. I met Robert maybe 15, 20, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and he did him a couple of times, and we talked about this, and then he did a magazine called Girls and Corpses, and yeah. he sent every issue through. Right. Okay. And it was one of these really offbeat, weird yeah, yeah. But it's just in keeping with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they replaced it with the Rod Serling stuff afterwards. Oh, okay, right, right. And it's, there's a voice impersonator doing the Rod Serling voice, so it's as well. So it's, it's a voice actor combined with Robert Ryan made Rod That's Serling. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not quite the full story, but it is. Yeah, full story. yeah. And you've seen the Jungle Cruise one, have you? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've not seen that one yet, and still I haven't seen. I'm missing one. Haven't I? Well, I've seen. Is Jungle Cruise Space Mountain? Space Mountain, that's the one I'm seeing, yeah. Which 
obviously I have to see. Space Mountain is fantastic. But yeah. It's, yeah, again, it's it's the ride differs according to where you are and which park you're in. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It's got the double cars in California, so you ride side by side. Yeah, which gives the illusion of more speed. When you're in a single ride, it's not. It doesn't seem to be going as fast. That's right. Yeah. Like hyperspace Mountain is the the layover they do, the, the overlay they do, makes yeah. it seem like you're in space. You know, you're flying through the galaxy, and you. Well, that's the other thing I didn't realise that about the variations in countries. So, and in Paris, mm-hmm. you've got like this hydraulic cannon that sort of it feels like you're being shot up. So, you yeah, use the yeah. same technologies like the rock and roller coaster uses yeah. to launch you into it, and it's a lot faster in Paris than it is anywhere. A lot of G-force on that. You... No, not really. It's just it's just like a little roller coaster. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fast and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? it's not as and it's you know you it inverts you in Paris yeah. as well. Well, the mansions have uh, got different. It's the Phantom Manor in um, Paris and it's Mystic right. Manor in um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, but it's all sort of it's a completely different story almost, isn't it? It is a completely different. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like the Haunted Mansion in Florida is different than the Haunted Mansion in, Haunted Mansion in California. Well. That's right. Yeah, no, I, I knew there was like. Isn't that the same story? Though? It's the same story. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. very. Yeah, it's yeah. just like different di- little differences here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they, you, if you're a total nerd, you, you know, oh yes, well, I, I recognise this, and I recognise that, and I go. <laughs> but yeah, it's just part, part uh, of the fun. That's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Yeah, behind the attractions. There's five episodes so far. There's another five to come, and it's just about the history of. Some of Disney's best love attractions. It's, it's a great series. It's really, really fun and yeah, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And the way they've done it is, is lively and entertaining. So it's not they have, like yeah. some sort of stayed boring. Yes, well, let's look into the details. Yes. It's, it's so that everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. understand like why we love these things. Definitely. Yeah. Go check it out. Hi, this is Alex Webster from Cannibal Corpse, and you're listening to Mass Movements Presents. Let's have another track, shall we? So is this by Death of Youth? I believe. Death of Youth, we're going to have. Yeah, yeah. This song is called Crack. Master and it's on uh, Engineer Records now. Is it? It is. Crack Master, Master of the Crack.
Okay, that was Death of Youth with Crackmaster, and that's out on Engineer Records now. Uh, go and buy it. If you like. If you like. If you like. If you, you don't, like. don't. <laughs> let's, um, let's have a deep dive into uh, some old movies now, and we'll start off with a 70s classic. Uh, Logan's Run. The Logan's Run. Yeah, because, you know, we, you've got to have your sort of monthly fill of Jenny Agatha. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna Nightly go- fill of Jenny Agatha. <laughs> So we're going to go with Logan's Run uh, this time around. Um, when did you first see Logan's Run, Tim? God, uh, early 80s, maybe? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is that when your Jenny fixation started? It started with like, Logan's Run, American World from London, name it, who, you name it, who cares? Like, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to come knocking at my door. <laughs> Time to run away. Yes, Jenny. <laughs> even now, even now. Oh, yes. Even my, my bags will be packed in five minutes. I'll be out like a flashlight. Won't be, won't be long, Jen. Let me get my shit together. So, for the un- uninitiated, uh, Logan's Run, second year 2274. Yep. It's uh, like a utopian future where everyone is must be killed off by the age of 30. Yeah. Um, a carousel. Yeah, the rise of carousels. Now. With, the, uh, with the flash crystal in the, in the palm. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is given to you when you're born. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, life crystal. Yeah. Uh, Logan 5 is a Sandman. Um, takes out runners. And yeah, he takes them out, but then his time quickly comes. Well, he doesn't come, he comes early because he's, you know, they, they put him on a secret mission yes. to discover the underground and wipe out the underground when he discovers that the, the, the life he's living is a lie or yeah. not a lie. Yeah. And he gets to run off with Jenny Agatha. Fuck Michael York. <laughs> Fuck Michael York. <laughs> <laughs> Farrah Fawcett as well. You a fan of her? No, Jenny Agatha, mate. <laughs> See, I've never... I'm not so much a blondes man. Okay. And there are a couple of blondes who I've had dalliances with in the past who, you know, I've been quite taken with. Dalliances? Dalliances, yes. We dallied. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> and I have nothing to say against blondes, but I am a sucker for brunettes. Okay. Always have been. Yeah. So, um... This was like this is prime Jenny as well, isn't it? This sort of yeah. <laughs> just sounded so perverted. <laughs> yeah, this is this is prime Jenny, not no. No, <laughs> no I mean yeah, you know, she's an attractive looking girl. But, um, <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is stunning. <laughs> no, she, she's the one, epitome she, of ladyhood. She's one of those um seventies girl, sci-fi girls. I was like, oh, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousand. Yeah, even now. Yeah. yeah. But, um, what do you mean even now? You're like, she's so, uh, a bit old for me. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I like some young guys. <laughs> Come on, Jen. I'll get all the tables home. Who are you? I, uh, I'm a friend, Jen. Oh, look, your wheelchair's broken. You fall out. Let me help you. <laughs> yeah, I just Michael York's in there. Fire Fawcett. Uh, PDU Snuff's in there. It's just one of those. I'm Richard Jordan. Richard Jordan is... Yeah, Sam, man. Yeah, what, what do we know him from? Raise the Titanic, June. June, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm for, yeah. Raise Titanic, yeah. Um, oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm just not, yeah. He played Dirk Pitt in Race the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and Clive Custer threw a hissy fit about that as well. Did you really? Yeah, well, he's always throwing a hissy fit about his film. It's a dildo. He's, he's <laughs> literally, he's the, only, he's the only writer in the world I know who goes, yeah. no, you shall not make any more of my books and films. I shall cut my own nose off to spite my face and make less money. <laughs> Would you... How would you feel about it if somebody said they wanted to make a book, a film of your book? Give me the motherfucking movie check. Where's my, where's my motherfucking no, movie check? No, imagine they fucking tore it to shreds. Right. Um, it was badly acted, badly. Would you be? 
Did, would I would I get a motherfucking movie check? <laughs> would I be getting a motherfucking movie check? <laughs> yes, you right. Would. There's my motherfucking movie check. Right? Yeah. There's the movie. Who do you want? There's my book, yeah. right? Which is a completely different entity, which people can read anyway, and it will yeah. sell more copies because my motherfucking movie check. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it's like the best of both worlds. I couldn't give a fuck what they do in my movie. Okay. Yeah. It is time to say yeah. You know the book. Still, I mean, there was hold. a time when the book was optioned. Yeah, yeah. Right. As a Your film. book was optioned. Yeah. Oh, you know, I do know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that all fell through. And there's sort of something in the works, maybe, possibly. Wow. Uh, but that won't pay. Okay. But it will might sell more books. Okay. I don't. You know, I'm not necessarily bothered by it paying. I'm not. I'm not necessarily bothered by the motherfucking movie jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Right. It would be nice to get the motherfucking. Just want to get the book out there as well. I just want to get the book. Yeah, so yeah. If that helps to do that, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like Logan's Run is a book. Yeah. You know, it started life as a... As a, as a novel. Yeah, about 10 years before. Yeah. 10, 10 15 years, years before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, did the book sell more copies when the film came out? Yes, it did. Yeah. Does the book, do the book and the films bear much similarity? No, they don't. That doesn't matter, though. And I can separate book from novel. Yeah. Because there's so many books I've read and I've gone, oh, sorry, movies I've watched. And I've yeah. Gone, I've watched other previously read Because books. it takes a loose premise and it builds on that, so it doesn't actually yeah. matter. Yeah. Where... You go with it. Like Logan's Run is, is, is a different book and it's a different film. Right? Yeah. The, 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 the book ends completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Film does, yeah. Right? Um, it's, it's like a, what's his name? David Morrell Rambo. Um, right. First, first book, I mean. Yeah. Um, so when, 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 when the film followed the original ending of the Morrell book, yeah. audiences hated it. Yeah. And they had to change it. Yeah, that's right. right? Because it's a, it is a very sort of realistic ending. Mm. It's, it's, there's no, you know, Oh look! Everybody comes out smiling on the other side. No, no, yeah. that shit happens. That's, this is real life. You actually have to put him down, yeah. you? like a like a dog. Yeah. It's like you know, I unleash him on the world. It's my responsibility to right put him down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, it it doesn't matter to me. It wouldn't matter to me because like art is subjective, and they are two different yeah realms anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Like Logan's Run is just one of those films that looks timeless because yeah. it could be it could be made yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Because there is no sort of, apart from the terrible haircuts. Yeah. It's the obvious. Yeah. And the terrible robot. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, fucking, quite frankly, it's embarrassing. (laughs) I could have made a better robot. I've only got a hammer. There was a need, wasn't there, in the late 70s sci-fi for a robot. Yeah. But Uh, I I, I have no objection to seeing a robot on screen. I I quite like seeing robots on screen. Yeah. Terrible robots like that, however, no. I could build a better robot with just a fucking hammer and some sellotape. What's that with your hammer now? Shit robot. Shit fucking robot. <laughs> yeah. Great film, shit robot. Yeah, yeah. Great film, shit robot. <laughs> and and Jenny Agatha nearly in the nip. Nearly in the nip. Nearly in the nip. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always a bonus. It's never been um, like remade, is it? Or no, but there was the TV series which lasted yeah. like 10 episodes. That's right. And rightly so, because it was shite. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think that was one of those ones that'd be prime for a remake now, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe it will be hmm. at some point, but not quite yet. Yeah. So you yeah. discovered it when it came out, did you? Well, no, because it's like 76, 75, 76. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, 76, not, yeah. I'm not that old, <laughs> you cheeky fucker. <laughs> I mean, nearly. You were 16 then. What? <laughs> no. What were you, four or five? 76, four. Four. Okay. okay. Tail end seventy six is four. So was it mid eighties you watched? 
Yeah, like 81, 82, I think. Right, okay. Uh, video, I think. Yeah. Was that your dad's dad influence again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And instantly taken. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it really late on. Like, I want to say mid to late 90s. I was going through like a... I don't know all the sci-fi that I thought I knew. I was like, I'm going to go backwards now. And I'm like, going to go back into the Mr. Time. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that swirly TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> As you go backwards, like, I'm just appearing into the mezzanine of my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Do you just do that every now and again? Or you just disappear into like a, you know, at least I do. I, I, I concentrate on it. I go, like, 60 sci-fi one now. I like to call it wacky self-indulgence. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you just get this idea in your head. I shall focus only on this. Yeah. It's like I'm off next, next week off work, right? Yeah. And I have determined on one day yeah. I'm going to watch Ralph Rex the internet and yeah. wreck it Ralph just because I can. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I want to see this film again. I've seen like once. Or Great movie. Oh, yeah, fucking brilliant. Yeah. I want to see him again. Yeah. You know, why not? I'm going to sit there. You know, I can't sit there. My pants, obviously, because, you know, daytime. Please <laughs> frown upon that thing. Fucking daytime and people knocking <laughs> on the door and expecting to be civilised, you know? Got through five postmen already yeah. this year. Well, my postman's all right. He, he, he knows I'm a grumpy twat. <laughs> so he, 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 he sees your jobs for the best person yeah, in the yeah, He knocks on the door. All right, package for you. <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> oh, he looks forward to knocking I, on the door. No, see, the thing is, I, I get on well with postman because, you know, it's like a dream gig in a being a postman. Really? You get to wander on music and knock on people's doors, give them packages and just post shit. You'd have to talk to fucking anybody, I told I was um, a paperboy for a number of years. I did the paperboy stuff, and that was that was a piece of piss. It's a fucking doddle. Like I enjoyed it. the fuck out of it, and I got some saucy stories from it too. But you know. yeah, <laughs> you, you diddling ways, <laughs> dirty man, dirty dirty. Not man. really, old man. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, I remember two. It was definitely the paper. The, the, I was posting the paper through, and definitely the other side. There was somebody having sex against the door that I was posting to, <laughs> and I couldn't get. The, I couldn't get the paper through. I was wondering where the paper was going. Oh, I would, oh, save them buying a dildo. Right? Like, you know, save like, them buying a dildo. Because it's like, <laughs> DP, DP. Yeah, well, there's a meter long sort of uh, <laughs> strip of glass. I, I could see. I that. thought you meant meter long sunglasses and shoved all the way up. That's what I say. This meter long strip of glass. I could see skin being pressed against yeah. it. Like. And then another time, um, this woman, she saw me in a round to Christmas. She was oh, I've got to give you a tip. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I'll catch you again. And weeks went by. And she never. And then December, uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. uh, she still hadn't given me anything for my Christmas tip. So she comes running down the road. She literally just got out of bed. And she had nothing on underneath this nightdress. And this nightdress was all flopping open and stuff. And she gave me some money too. So <laughs> <laughs> she gave me two tips. <laughs> So they went, hello. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I can see you. Yeah. Oh. It was like those oh. Confessions movies from the 70s. <laughs> Rob Lasker. Yeah. yeah. Confessions of Window Cleaner. Confessions oh, of Paperboy. Mate, you know, <laughs> how the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you seen Rob Lasker? Why would anybody want to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always thought that about But it's like the perpetual hope is that if, he can, if Robin Asquith can, yeah. you know? It's for everybody. But yeah. yeah. And the, the worst thing about it is all of his characters are always called Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> Nightmare. Oh, dear, dear. Okay, so that's Logan's run. Um, and some other stuff. At least you think it was. <laughs> in a roundabout sort of way. <laughs> Let's move on sort of like 10 years now and look at Back to the Future. Back to the Future. One of my all-time favourite uh, movie franchises. I like the film, but mm. it's not one of my favourite films. No? No. And I think maybe it's an age thing or, you know, when it came out. 
Yeah. Um, cause it's what? It's 86? 86, yeah, 85, right? 85. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and it's it's cool, it's a great film, and I don't know why I sort of didn't gel it the same way everybody else did, but I always preferred Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3. Really? Yeah. That's right. Back to the Future 3, I really like. Um, Back to the Future 2, not so much, so I'd go 1 and 3, too. Right. That would be my... But I, I think it's because like Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3 came out roughly the same time. Yeah, yeah. Back to back, and you get to see how the whole... Yeah. Well, that was one of the first movies I remember, not because there obviously there's no internet or anything. And then, and then, so I went to movies. I went to the cinema to watch Back to Future Two, mm. and then at the end you get the, the preview of Three, and I was like, Yeah, oh. well, you know, you look at you, go, oh, Flea, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was oh my god, it's Flea, it's Flea, oh, because yeah. <laughs> you know you sort of know who Flea is because you've seen and you knew he was an actor, yeah, yeah, because like, of suburbia, yeah, you've seen him in that, and sort of you know he was pulled in for that, yeah. Um, and then you think, you know, you're an actor and you can play bass like that. You twat, I hate you. Why can't you just fuck off? <laughs> How can one person be that talented? Yeah, yeah. Makes but you it, want to be sick. It, it was just, for my generation at least, it was, uh, Michael J. Fox was just the fucking coolest. He was just like, he, he skateboards at school and, you know, hanging on to the back of a truck. Yeah, but is that coming off like the back of, is it, um, what's the series, the family? Family oh, Ties. Family, family ties. ties, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I want, I saw one of Michael J. Fox before Back to the Future. Right. Um, he was just this cool skateboarding kid. He'd hang off the back of trucks going to school, hung around with a, a professor who um, could invent the time machine or DeLorean. Right. So and it was a cool car too. Um, he just ticked all the boxes, you know. See, and... I think one of the things about <laughs> that film, because my old fellow was a proper car guy. Yeah, yeah. So he'd go, where the fuck would you invent a time machine up with DeLorean? DeLorean could never do 88 miles per hour. Okay, yeah. so I'd caught yeah. engine in it, right? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, you just think, oh, all right, fair enough. You have too much insight. Yeah, because I know that DeLorean can't do that. Because <laughs> it's a piece of shit car cobbled together. Yeah, yeah, It looks yeah. great on the outside, but all the interior bits are all crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's John right, DeLorean yeah. ran out of money. That's right, yeah. And he dumped them all in the Irish Sea, didn't he? All the... That's the rumour, isn't it? He... I have no idea if that rumour is true. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Because they would have been bloody found or, you know, washed yeah, yeah. up somewhere now. Yeah. But it's all, like, they use Cortina engines. Ford, like 1600 Cortina. So it was all style, no substance to it, really. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't have the power to go. It looked fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. It didn't have the oomph to do what it looked like it could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But um, for me, they were just uh, pivotal movies in my life. Um, the three of them, like, you know. Uh, I, I did quite like the idea of, you know, someone diddling their mum. Because I thought that's kind of, like, odd. <laughs> <laughs> you strange person, you. No, so no. you wanted to diddle your mum? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You, no. find, you can't. Uh, well, I quite the idea of mum diddling. I, I no, when I remember feeling a bit gross of all that was like when he went he back, you know, you he went back and then you realise what's actually going on. Yeah, you're like it's all a bit icky. Yeah, well, it's more than a little bit icky. It's yeah, all yeah. Like, ew, <laughs> just like nasty, eh, nasty. I mean, for the for the main for the most part, Back to the Future, all of them have they've aged well. Um, well, the good films, and I think they've got. Progressively better with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like the films better now than I did when I first saw them. I mean, the, you know, nobody knows all time travel really, but you know, in in what we take is how how time travel exists. It's flawed to hell, like you know, um, you know the whole granddad theory and you know. Yeah, but the, the whole paradox thing. If you yeah, went back yeah. in all the time, you would effectively destroy your own time stream. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's flawed to hell in that way, but. Um, 
And we know the time travel doesn't exist because Hitler still exists. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we Somebody know nobody has gone back in time to actually take yeah. Hitler and do what would have happened or to substantially alter the timeline as we understand it. Yes. I mean, it could, there could have been an alternate reality where Germany, where we, our reality could be based on an alternate reality. So Germany yeah, yeah. could have won the Second World War mm-hmm. and the reality we're living in is one that's been altered to change that outcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Or, that's the end of my sleep tonight. <laughs> well, that is, you know, or the other, the other is, how do we know the Americans really landed on the moon before the Russians? Was time altered? Yes. Better for the outcome? Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. we living in an altered reality? We don't know this because our time flow flows in what the direction we've become used to. Yeah, yeah, Has yeah. it been altered? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true, yeah. So time travel might exist, but, you know. We never know about it. We never know hmm. about it. Because our reality is our reality. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not living in... We don't remember the past in two different versions of it. We only remember the past as it happened. So if it's been altered to yeah. be a certain way, we'd never know that time travel did or didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be sleeping now. That's the end of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Louise! <laughs> Do what Tim said. <laughs> I can't sleep, Louise. No, that's Tim said. <laughs> she knocked me out next time I turn on <laughs> Two sleepless nights, you dickhead. Oh. <laughs> it's again, though, it's another movie with a great backup cast. Is yes, Crispin Glover um, as uh, Marty's dad, yeah, uh, Leah Thompson, yes. as his mum, who now directs episodes of the Goldbergs, yes, yeah, yeah, I, I saw that, yeah, yeah, and uh, Tom Self, F. Wilson as Biff, he's a Biff is a great character, character. Just, just you know, yeah, make like a tree and split, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a good character, man. He's probably one of my favourite school bullies. So, See, that's the kind of thing. He's one of my favourite school bullies. I had no favourite school bullies. I hated them all. <laughs> no, fictional. I would say I hated the ones, you know. That's a terrible thing. I'm going to have to get it on my chest now. One of the kids who bullied me in school remorselessly died in a motorcycle accident. Really? Yeah. A year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. Yeah. Ago. And I saw it on the like, on website online. And I just went, ugh, all right. Yeah. It's kind of like that, yeah. yeah. I've had a similar experience. Couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Outpourings of emotional. What a sweet guy he was. He was a, he was a dickhead. He was yeah. a fucking horrible piece of shit. Yeah, there's been similar outpourings in, in, in my life of <laughs> people who I think were trash and like... Yeah. Yeah, they and don't deserve... Everyone's like, oh, everyone's... No. Yeah. He was fucking awful to me. Yeah. He treated me like shit. And, you know, I have nothing but bad memories of this dude. I'm not going to fucking change my opinion of him. No, just because he's fucking dead. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. That's because somebody ran him over when he's on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm saying I wish it was me, but... <laughs> so, yeah, Back to the Future. Do you like it? Yeah, it's... I think it's flawed, but it's a good film. Got a favourite time travel movie? A favourite time travel movie. Oh, good grief. Um, or series or anything? No, because I'm not... I'm not like really taken with time travel. Oh, I, I really am sick. You know? Yeah. Um, you know what's time tunnel? Remember time tunnel? Yes, I remember. Like, it's like, it's like, a yeah. thing, like the bad spinny effect. Yeah. And then they got a video where the whole I thing happened. My favourite time travel show would be Doctor Who. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You know, it's essentially a time travel show. Yeah, cool. But it's about, it's about more than that. I don't, I, I'm just, I know too much about the science behind time travel. Um, you know, I've read all of Einstein's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To believe that it has any massive consequence, and there's a there's a um, a Ray Bradbury story called the Butterfly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which 
fucked me up and made me think I don't really want to watch time travel. You go back in time sometimes, so you step on one butterfly that ostensibly changes the future completely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not really into. I'm not a massive time travel guy. Emma loves time travel stuff. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. She'll watch anything about time travel. Yeah. But me, I'm kind of like, I watch it if it's on. But yeah, do yeah. I have a favorite one? No. Okay. Apart from Doctor Who, no. Okay. Because nothing comes close. So no, not really. So you haven't read, haven't read a lot of the stuff about it. Do you believe it could, it could ever exist? Or? No. 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 Not even one way. No. Maybe I'll like, travel into the future. Yeah, because. It's possible in one way, isn't it? Do you know if you, well, if you, if you if go, we can get around the, the earth faster than the earth is moving. No, that's bullshit. That's Superman. That doesn't work. No, no. that's backwards, isn't it? Yeah. If so, ostensibly, if you reach the speed of light, if you travel faster than the speed of light, yeah, time slows down around you. Yeah. So you travel in the future, but so so if you so right, so say you were traveling faster than the speed of light in space, right? Yeah. And your journey lasted for three years. Yeah. Right? Around you, the world with the or the universe, time would move on for 50, 60 years. That's right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, set, you're actually travelling in the future. Yeah. But you're not. Y- yeah. It's because of time dilation rather than time travel. Yes. It's a version of it. It's, yeah, it's not time travel as we know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that may be possible if we could ever do that. Backwards, I don't see how, anyway, going backwards. Now, well, I, I'm saying, I sound described as like a winding river of time. Yeah. So you can theoretically get off at one point and walk backwards or walk forwards but we never know if time travel into the past exists mm-hmm. because our reality is our reality yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if it's been changed we would have no knowledge of it the fact that it's been changed we're just living the reality we're living yeah yeah, yeah. Or not. right okay so we will let us yeah right we'll never know if time travel in the past can exist okay yeah yeah okay. Right? unless you become like part of some government unit <laughs> so government unit who you know turn up your door and they can be a time <laughs> and that's you know the reality that happens. Well, let me tell you, Mike McFly did. I saw it in my own eyes. You saw it with your own eyes on yes. the telly, yes, on the telly box, on the telly box. <laughs> when he got into his DeLorean, which can barely get above seventy-two miles an hour, and he got to fucking eighty-eight miles an hour. He got to his crappy Irish mate, Irish mate car, Irish mate, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 crappy Irish mate car was by John DeLorean, yeah. who went on to sell lots and lots of cocaine. <laughs> But he designed some great cars in his yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, he just—it's a shame. What's the one that looks like? Oh, um, Sirocco, Volkswagen Sirocco, isn't it? Volkswagen Sirocco. Yeah, that looks. Now, like that's a, a good car. That looks, looks like a good car. Like, yeah. The Mark One Sirocco was yeah. fast as fuck. That was off the mark. Yeah, scarily fast. That's what the glory should have been. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah hideously know. uncomfortable cars. Really? Oh, oh, I never got Yeah. You felt like your ass was dragging on the ground all the time. You felt every little shock. Oh, the Sirocco now. Yeah, yeah, the Sirocco. Right, okay. I've been in DeLorean. I'm in a Sirocco. I've never been in DeLorean. <laughs> I've never moved in DeLorean. I've never sat in a DeLorean. Yeah. I've never actually gone anywhere in a DeLorean. Yeah. I've never been driven anywhere in DeLorean. I went back to 1986. You did? Yeah. <laughs> and then you figured your mum. <laughs> and you were 30. <laughs> you, you figured, you figured your mum and then you came back. <laughs> right, let's move on. Let's have another try now. Before we get to it any further. <laughs> uh, this band are on Engineer Records. They're called Side Project. Um, the album is called Bittersweet. And this song is called It's Not a Title. It's not the noises Outside my room at night That keep me away The voices in my
ghost of visits nightly And it haunts all of your dreams But ghost of visits nightly And it haunts all of your dreams But ghost of Awesome, so that was a side project with, it's not a title, as I said, the album's called Bittersweet, and that's out on Engineer Records. It is indeed. Yeah. Hi, this is Barney Veer from Napalm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. Um, it's time for a deep dive, Tim. Let's it is. deep dive Lunatics. <sighs> so they got a biography out. Yeah, the book's out. The band just, like, sort of reformed. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so they're playing some shows again. Um or they're going to play some shows again now that the pandemic is finished. Um, the Lunatics are one of, yeah, my 20 all-time top bands. Really? Oh, yeah. So did you get into these at the beginning? Because they Yeah, they really I saw their very first UK show. Seriously? What's yeah. that? Subterranean in London, uh, 89 maybe. Wow. Straight after Babies, just straight after Babies is an acid, they just done a Peel session, Yeah. which included PS Hell, which is on the second album. Right, okay, yeah. Um, and they were fucking amazing. Just mind-blowingly good. Yeah, they were really good. I don't really like uh, the little chips. I go into them real late. They played TJ's three three times or so. Really? So I've ever time to play TJ's as well. Yeah. yeah. So you met them and interviewed? Or? No, yeah. never interviewed them. Always wanted to. Oh my never. God, that'd be a good opportunity. Oh, that'd be a great interview. Yeah, I've yeah. always wanted to interview the little chips because they are just... Musically, they were in a league of their own, sort of like Black Flag meets New York Hardcore, I would always describe mine. Yeah, yeah. A bit yeah. of like 70s cock rock thrown in. Yeah, like, okay, almost Ramonesy, maybe? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a bit of early Detroit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as well, yeah. but it's just super. Yeah. Theo Corgan is one of the greatest singers. In yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a, she's got a voice that's just, you know, you hear and you go, how can anybody sing like that? Just yeah. So, was it, did you go to the show because the album came out? You checked the album and then... My mate Dog yeah. uh, bought the album. It's on Blast first. Right. Um, taped it for me and then said, they're playing London, should we go? And I was like, well, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think there was like five of us all crammed into a mini to go up and see him. Oh, shit. So, it was like me, Dog, um, Chris Shaw, Richard was driving... Richard Lovers Jones and Anna Coleman, they're all crammed in this mini, just fucking blast up the subterranean London. Fucking hell. Um, saw the show, blown away, took back the mini, came back. And then I, I saw the Lunatics every time they came over after that. Wow, okay. Um, There's one of those bands who never, they never sort of rest on their laurels. They always sort of evolve. They sound, they start, they always sound the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you listen to the band, you'd be like, you never cease to be impressed by what they could do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just an incredible band. So, first album, Baby Seven Acid. Yeah. 
Uh, what's the second album? Binge and Purge. Binge and Purge. Then Jerk of All Trades. Yeah. They haven't released a bad album in New York. No. No, I mean, they signed to, they were on Fat Wreck for a while and they were on Blackout, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go-Kart? Go-Kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go-Kart, yeah, yeah. Go-Kart, yeah. Uh, which is a New York label. Yeah. Uh, Who's the Go-Kart from? They brought so many. Oh, God. They brought Go-Kart. a few records. Didn't yeah. They? Go-Kart brought loads of bands. They ever brought a Sheer Terror? What am I thinking? No, Sheer Terror, Blackout. Sheer Terror, Blackout. And then MCA for a while and then. Yeah. There with. Somebody, somebody else prominent that I like around when I work with Go-Kart. I can't remember who it is. Uh, Sheer Terror on Reaper now. Oh, okay. Stuff. So they were like Blackout, MCA, and then now the Reaper. Um, yes, the Lunatics were Blast First, Fat Wreck. Is it Fat Wreck? Yeah, Fat Wreck, and then Go Kart. Uh, yeah. So they, they reunited in 2002 originally Yeah. for a set, but then yeah, they came back last, last year for two shows in uh, New York. Yeah. Well, I, will there be another? Is that a band you travel for again? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'll go around them. Yeah, for Lunatics. Yeah. They're one of the few bands I would travel to London for, happily. Um, Who did they play with? Was it their headline in, in TJ's? Was it what they yeah, yeah, always headline. Yeah. yeah. I mean, their first show, the Subterranean, was a headline show. Subterranean, what? Is that still, what did that become? Did that change into something else? I don't know. I don't know. It was in some weird part of London. Right. I remember. I remember. I always, I always, I've got this image, like arches in my head and stuff. Like, like, oh, okay. But it's probably not. That's probably yeah, just yeah, where yeah. we parked and walked around to. When I think of arches in London, I think of Brixton. Yeah, I, I don't know where it was. Yeah. Because I wasn't driving. Right. So I didn't care. Yeah, five people in a mini. Yeah. All the see the checks. I hope they appreciated it. <laughs> there are people who've probably pushed themselves further to see the lunatics than we ever did. Yeah. You know? um, but they were always superb live. Excellent. You know, just a bundle of energy. Yeah. And they're yeah. one of those bands who, if you like, are there bands people should go and see? Yes. If you get a chance to see the new chicks, go and see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you will not be disappointed. You know, I, I spent nearly 30 years of my life listening to this band. And I, yeah, I'll probably listen to them until I drop off this motor car <laughs> a couple of years from now on. So, first album, is that the Be All End All? No. No? God, no. Any of them, is it? Or? Any, any new chicks record. Um, if I was going to choose one, Jerk of All Trades. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Do that one. You don't usually do third album. <laughs> Master Puppet. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Master Puppet, I don't know. Um, what else is the third album? No Can Suffer. Right, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, Master Fun's third album. Uh, Liberty. Liberty, yeah. Was that all, was it? No, third. It's third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, so there, there we are, go, then. There, there, are, there are third albums. There are. And, and, Rain in Dread. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Right. Third album's a charm, mate. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Good first album, awkward second, excellent third. Oh, Slayer's second album's great. It's better than their first album. All the albums are great up until 1998. No, they're not. Slayer stopped being good with South of Heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the story, South of Heaven, <laughs> Heaven is derivative shit. You know, we'll start believing our own hype and start, you know, being Slayer. That's only because you were 35, not when that came oh, out. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Venom. You know, you know, Venom, they're such a hard work band. Really? I, you know, I interviewed Kronos, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. He, he didn't, yeah. Red Tim's Kronos. <laughs> it's Kronos. And he's saying Kronos. Kronos, they're in characters, Kronos. 
for the whole fucking interview. Brilliant. Dickhead. <laughs> that is all right. He's, he's funny enough. Venom. Um, uh, yeah, Black Metal. Oh. No. How are you, Black Metal? How are you? <laughs> you were in a band with a guy from Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> but he thinks Kronos is a dickhead too. Oh, does he? Okay. <laughs> Shout out Gav. Yeah, big Gav. <laughs> Ask Gav about Kronos. Okay. You literally ask him. I will. You'll piss your pants laughing when he tells you so about Conrad. Right? Okay, I will, yeah. I will, for sure. But mind you, if my name was Conrad, I'd probably call myself Kronos. <laughs> right, Tim, that's not on the idea, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, uh, we've talked to them enough. Yeah. Any yeah. shout-outs you want to give? Um, to the Lunatics. Theo and the Lunatics, because they've always been fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dave, the engineer, for being cool. And, yeah, and, man. You know, and, you know. Jenny Agatha. Jenny Agatha. For all the times. <laughs> <laughs> for every week since like <laughs> for every Sunday night since nineteen eighty one. Alright guys, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, yeah. Take care. Ta da Movement presents. Movement presents.